Toba, I hope you've all enjoyed our podcast so far. Thank you very much for the support. And as always, we're always telling everybody to aspire, act, and achieve. We're here to motivate, inspire. We are noble and we are awesome. Now, today I have two very special guests with me. I am honored to have these guys. In fact, I feel like I should say I got a buy one, get one free because I asked one person and then by surprise, I got the other person. So in the studio with me today, I have a very good friend. I've known him for quite a while. His name is, wait, can we do government name? No, no government name. Okay. <laughs> so I have, uh, should I say, brand management extraordinaire from Nigeria, a top consultant in the industry, Mr. Bizzle. Thank you very much for coming on today. Good, good, good to be here, man. And accompanying Bizzle is a talent from Nigeria. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, this guy is so fresh. He is the epitome of fresh. I'm not even lying. Like... I don't know. I don't even know how to say. Like, if you see his hairstyle right now, itself, his hairstyle is fresh. His smile is cool. Like, I can't bring this guy around my sisters because I don't know what's gonna happen. Ah, don't. No, I. Mm, you don't need to tell me twice. I've got Mr. Oxlade in the studio with me today as well. Thanks for having me. No, thank you very much for coming. Now, the 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 story we were we were talking earlier on and said, look. We all go through these struggles, yeah. be it mental health, emotional, or even just trying to get your career up and running. And that can be a very, very uh, difficult thing to do. So Bizzle, I knew you from school. Yeah. We went to school together, funny enough, yeah. people don't know in Nigeria. And then you came here to do your masters. You completed your masters. I believe you did it in Liverpool. Yeah. Right. So. What then made you, after completing masters, what made you go back home? I mean, for me, the reason why I went back to Nigeria was I have always wanted to be in the music industry. You know, I when I left England, I went to America for two years, you know, and I just couldn't get into the industry properly. So I went back to Nigeria and... I got into the industry, you know, I got a job from a, a record label called Storm Records. That okay. was one of the biggest record labels in Nigeria. You know, so I got a job from them. You know, they just liked what I was doing with um, social media. And, you know, they just like, look, yeah, come to Nigeria, come work with us. I mean, we, we see you as someone that knows the future and, and you're good with this social media thing, come work with us. And then also was a road manager for Nature C. Really? Yeah. So, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I moved back to Nigeria. I was working with Storm. I worked with them for a year. I helped them, you know, all the artists build their social media platforms to a level. Then it was just MySpace and um, Twitter before Instagram came. So I helped, you know, Facebook as well. Helped them build it to a level. Then I, I left them to work with um, Mohit. Yes, the band and Don most Jazz, people you know. know you from the Mohits days. Yeah, most people know me from the Mohits days. Be, only the real people knew me from the Storm days. 
But like uh, most people knew me from Moist days, and a lot of people didn't know what I was doing with Moist. They just thought I used to go around with them. Yeah, you know. But when I was in Moist, I was more also helping them with like you know, digital marketing, and uh, that was when I started fine tuning my ears to become an ear now, you know, and learning music, learning what kind of music works, learning how to make hit records because I was I'd stay in the studio with Don Jazzy, you know, and watch the process of him making music. Right. You know, so and that's how I, I got into being an air now. Then, you know, worked with Mohits to the level when they broke up and then they both went there's Don Jazzy and the bands went their separate ways. Don Jazzy started Maven Records. I worked with Maven Records at the air now. I worked with them for two years or three years I believe before I left to, you know, start off my own company that I run now, which is called Plug, the Plug Entertainment. Yes, the yeah. Plug. You you know what? Plug your company properly, please. Yeah. Like this is your platform, man. Plug <laughs> it. So yeah, the Plug is like a, it's a management company, um, management, um, music distribution, publishing, and we also do events. We host one of the biggest events in Lagos right now for the youth. It's called uh, the Block Party. Okay. Which is like every last Sunday of the month. We see at least 4,000 to 5,000 people at our event. Every last Sunday? Yeah, every last Sunday. Wow. Yeah. So you guys are doing big things. Yeah, I mean, we're trying. We're trying. We can't complain. We also we also manage one of the biggest artists out of Africa. His name is Davido. Yeah. I think everybody yeah. that listens to this podcast knows David O. Yeah, and we manage um, Maya Kuhn, manage Peruzzi, uh, manage someone called Jimmy Abdul's, and then we manage two DJs called um, Smalls the DJ and DJ Wayne. Okay. Then, you know, on the music distribution side, we have a whole lot of people on our roster that we distribute for. And then on the A&R side, where we develop talent, uh, one of the talents we develop is um, Oxlade, who's here in the studio. And there's another artist we're working in development as well. Her name is Baby Soul. She's based out of New York. And there's another artist as well in Nigeria. His name is Eli. You know, we're also working with him on the development side. So, yeah. So, in short, you are busy. Yeah, pretty much. Bizu is busy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I sometimes... I was, I was telling someone the other day, I can't remember when last I had a proper holiday. I mean, the only time I have holidays is when I travel, but I don't really classify as holiday because I'm still working. Working, yeah. So, you know, you just try to make sure you catch one or two days you know, or catch some nice pictures for the ground so people don't, you know, see everything going on. And in fact, I'm, I'm so glad you mentioned working here because from what you've said, after your master's, you've been working, working, working yeah. to the point where you took a risk, you went to the New York. I mean, there are down times though, obviously. Like, uh, yeah, you know, but... You know, when I, like, actually when I left Maven, you know, before I formed my company, it was a downtime for me. Yeah. You know, I, I left Maven in a bad way. We had a misunderstanding, so I left. And, you know, I left the company with no plans. I didn't know what to do. So which kind of drove me to a dark side. Right. Know, like um, this is something I haven't really shared with a lot of people, but, you know, it drove me to a dark side. I was, like, depressed for a while. You know, I left Nigeria, went to went to New York. A lot of people would say, oh, yeah, you're depressed, but you're going to New York. Like, look, <laughs> you don't understand. Mental health doesn't have anything to do with where you're going or not. It's true, though. You know, I went to New York. 
to try and clear my head and you know try and re-strategize and figure out my life out. I took my last savings, went went out there. It was, there was ups and downs in that period. It was one of the best summers of my life because I learned a lot. I bonded with a lot of people, but also like I I was going through a lot of downtimes. I was also staying with my friend in New York who was also depressed. So imagine two depressed people in the house. You know, we'll, the whole house will be dark. We'll shut the blinds out. You know, we're listening to sad music, like depressing music, all those suicidal type of music. But, you know, I didn't let that weigh me down because I I give glory to God because I'm a Muslim. And in that period, I just, you know, started praying more five times daily. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I started reading my Quran. You know, I also read the Bible then. It just I was just like, look, I didn't have any choice. I didn't have anything to do. I didn't have a job, nothing. I didn't know what I was going to do next. So I just felt like, look, me getting closer to God, God will give me directions. And I kid you not. So my business partner right now, whose name is Asa. Um, and that's Asa Asika. Asa Asika. Good. Okay. So he came to New York as well. And, you know, we had a meet, meeting in with one Jay-Z's cousin. His name is B.I. Okay. And at the Rock Nation office. And he said to us, look, you guys pretty much know all the guys in the industry in Africa. You guys are the plugs. You guys need to, you know, set up a company together and change the game. And that's when we said to ourselves, oh, that's a beautiful name, the plug. And then, you know, what? we were, you know, Asa went back to Nigeria. We registered a company, you know, a month later or so I went back to Nigeria as well. I cleared my head. And we started to just start building the company slowly here and there, you know, looking for money to just be able to, we didn't want to take, we first did a business plan. We're trying to see if we could get, you know, investments from people to help us start a, the company off. But, you know, we didn't really get any investments. So we said to ourselves, look, we're just going to start this thing off with any little money that we have in our accounts. We're just keep going to keep going. So we started a company, you know, we hired staff, even though we didn't have an office, we had staff to work with us. And just slowly started, we, we built the website, started to do little things here and there, little, little gigs, making small change here and there. Then, Davido just reached out to us, saying, because Asa, my partner, used to be, was Davido's first manager when yeah, he started music. That's right. So he reached out, David reached out to Asa, saying, look, man, I just fell out with my management. I would love to work with you guys and see how we can, you know, get to the next level. Asa wasn't sure about it, so I told Asa, Asa spoke to me. I said to him, pray about it, you know, if you feel like it's meant to happen, it'll happen. So Asa, you know, prayed about it. Next thing he came to me, yeah, it's time to happen. We gave David a contract, you know. We put out the news out there. The news went viral. Everyone was like, David O's signs to the plug. And, you know, shortly after, David had the big hit, If, which was a global hit, which yeah. was part of things that changed his life to this level where he's at now. And that's from there, the journey just began, and, you know, company just started growing. Thanks to Almighty Allah, everything just started aligning. And, you know, since then, we've been going strong. I mean, there's been downtimes. Every business has downtimes, but Alhamdulillah, we're still keeping strong. And, yeah, we're pushing. You know your story, and we're going to get to, because you've mentioned David O, which I guess is your flagship artist as such. 
but we're going to get to how you came across Oxlade and the relationship yeah. with or, or between Oxlade and the plug. But you've mentioned some things that, like quite a lot of things in that one introduction to the topic. You've been working hard, right? But you worked hard. You didn't have a contingency plan, it sounds like, especially when you moved from Storm to Mohits, from Mohits to Maven. And after Maven, Wagwan. So would you say at every step, no matter what you do, always have a plan? Yes, exactly. Like I said to everyone right now, I always have a plan. Because then I had no plan. I was just working. I was just, you know, I, I didn't... Even during that time, there was one time when I used to, I used to do... I was a promoter for a club in Nigeria, 57. Okay. Everybody knew me at 57. Even Olamide sang a song saying, you know, when go go party at 57 with <laughs> yeah, Bizu. Bizu. Yeah, you know, I, so, I remember that line. Yeah, so, I mean, everybody knew me. Even when I was 57, I was making so much money. But I had no plan. I had no savings with the money. I just felt like, look... Let me live on the edge. Let me live life mm. to the full. And that's why I feel like what made me depressed and what broke me down because made me break down because I felt I had no plan. I was living for the moment and living for right now. I wasn't thinking of, oh, there's, there's going to be a future. Yeah. You know, and that's a mistake that a lot of people make, which is why a lot of people go into depression and down times because everyone lives for now. Everyone doesn't try to, you don't plan for the future. Everyone's planning for now yeah. and right now. And then if anything happens now, you're you're gone. You know when you hear people, oh yeah, he was let go from his job, and now uh, he ran, he ran, he got depressed and he ran mad. That's because he was just working there and there and saving for then. Yeah, he wasn't keeping money aside for the future. He was he didn't have a side business. He didn't have a side hustle. Yeah, you know I say to people, everyone used to think it was only in Nigeria that you could make survive on one stream of income. I said, look, everywhere in the world, you can't, you can't definitely can't, can't yeah. survive on one stream of income. You have to have something else that brings the money that you want to do. Holiday, you want to do this, you want to buy a new car, you want to treat yourself. You have to, if you survive only on the money you make from your job, it was, it's not enough. That's true. So you must always have side, you know, extra source of income from somewhere or invest the money you're making. You know, take some sort of your salary, invest. Get get a property, pay mortgage or something, or you know buy shares or invest in a business or you know invest find places where you can put money in that will double yeah. because you need to realize the money you're making from your salary is never enough for you. Right. Or even if you have a business, it's never enough for you because you're not saving. I believe everyone should have a saving where you don't touch. Like you know, this is for the future. Yeah. And even when that future comes. That saving, if you start to spend it, there's some also some way that that saving can yield some interest. Yeah. Or else you just realize that, look, you're working for now. And, and yeah. I'm going to, we'll talk about faith playing a part in you getting out of what I'll call the funk when you were feeling low and feeling depressed mm -hmm. and when you were in New York. And then the opportunity of meeting, well, in fact, we're going to opportunity now. So you talked about when you got to New York, you met Asa, went to Rock Nation offices, and they said, look, you guys, you could have easily have signed with them, but they were like, nah, you know what? You guys already know people, you know the business. You're going to set your own company up. So I want to know how the opportunity to work with Oxlade came about. So with Oxlade, 
It's funny, like, um, I heard a song and some the one of the guys at my office said to me, Oh, why don't we sing this why don't we um manage Oxlade? Okay. It was it was a song with him and Fireboy was singing. All right, that was the one I was in yeah. fact I was literally playing. Yeah, yeah before, before we came in. <laughs> so someone said to me, Why don't we manage uh, Oxlade? And I said to them, invite him to the office. And even after, even before that, yeah, after, before we invited him to the office, yeah. someone told me about him. So I said, okay, you know what? We'll invite him to the office, but not yet. Okay. And then a song dropped with some guy called Black Bones. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Oxy was on the hook. The song was called Mami Water. I've not heard that one. Yeah. I need to. Yeah, I need to go and do more so research. The song is called Mami Water. Right. So, um, Oxford was on the hook of that song, and when I heard that song, I said, yeah, "This kid is special." Right. And then, someone said, "Let's manage Black Bones." Oh, okay. And let's manage Oxford. So I said, "Okay, you know what? Invite both of them." They invited Black Bones first. I liked his energy and everything, but I felt he was too ambitious. All oh, right. It's, uh, there's nothing wrong with being ambitious, but it was too early in the stage. You know, I felt like he needed more development before right. he got to the level of where he was talking about things. He wanted, like, when I met him, he was talking about doing a big concert and things like that yeah. because he had just dropped, I think he had just dropped an EP. Right, or right, a right. And he was already talking about doing a big concert and stuff okay. like that. And I'm like, look, things don't work that way. You have to first develop yourself and get to a level, build a fan base, yeah. get to a level where. Look, everything's on point. And by the time you know that you're announcing a, even if it's a hundred capacity show, yeah, people will roll out in mass. May I, may I rephrase, or how I understood that is, in essence, business-wise, his ambition was not aligned with your objectives, in yeah. essence, because, and then, so in essence, you didn't sign him because it's like what you want we can't deliver in the time frame that you want us to deliver exactly. So it wasn't a personal thing. It wasn't beef, so to no, speak. No, no beef at all, definitely. Exactly. I, I like him. I listen to him a lot. Exactly. You know? But it was just, at that time, you acknowledged you couldn't do business. Yep. However, you did acknowledge you could do vi business with Mr. Oxlade. Now, Oxlade, coming to you, it sounds like you've already been hustling before you even met Bizzle. You've already had two songs. You had Sing and you had Mami Water with, with uh, Black. Black Bones. Yeah, no, you had five songs. You had five songs. Wait, you had five songs before you had management. Yes. That is crazy hustle. That is crazy hustle. And you funded all that. Yeah, it wasn't necessarily funded. I have like guys I roll with. Yeah. And um, I made sure that people I actually roll with have like value to add to my life. Wow! Wait. For example, you my 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 best friend is a cinematographer. Okay. Person I stay with is a yeah. producer, so I got everything I need as an artist. Wow! Did you see, I'm sorry. He's he's dropped the first dime on this place. Mm -hmm. He's aligned himself with the right people that yeah. would add value. You said you said it. Yeah. They add value to your life. We were going to help each other actually. Yeah. So if you shoot my video for me. Aside from the fact that you're my best friend, the more I grow, the more you grow. Same as the producer. If you make me a beat and I jump on it, 
we're definitely going to rub off each other's energy. Yeah. Do you understand me? So, um, God helped me because yeah. it wasn't like I knew who I wanted to roll with. Okay. God helped me to actually find the right path. And then, in addition to what what you're saying, what I'm also getting is what you're what's, what I'm also getting from that is you. So you add you had people who add value to you, but then it's not like you just want to take from people. Yeah. It's like I'm taking this from you, but I'm giving this yeah. back. Take my energy and take yours. It's more yeah. like okay, it was really rough before I got that team set out, but like I mean that was how I started to make sense. Wow. Do you understand? That's how I started to make sense because I I know I used to go to YouTube to download free beats and beg producers to work with me. And um I also used to I used to wish I went to Project Fame, which I never later went to. Okay. I used to wish I auditioned there. Yeah. So something used to happen during the auditioning. Probably I, I don't know the time it is meant to happen. So, so you never auditioned for Project Fame? I never auditioned for anything. Wow. So let me get this right as well, because you've mentioned you he, you see Bizu, I don't know if this guy is just that talented or you've trained him well. He just dropped another dime. You've not, you said you were going and downloading beats and begging producers to do beats and stuff. So in essence, you were knocking on doors, but people were closing those doors on you. Yeah. But you know something funny? He said he used to send me messages. I never answered. I them. used to add, like I used to mention really? every of my, those five songs. I did like 10 skits on Instagram. Yeah. Like covers to people's songs. Yeah, yeah. And I would always mention them. When I wanted to open Twitter, I asked a friend of mine, who are the people that I have to follow on okay. Twitter? And the first person he mentioned was Bizo Shikoya, then Ovier. That is not just Ovier. Yes. Okay. And to be very honest, I mean, I don't know how he knew that or how he felt like Bizo was going to help me, but he said I just keep mentioning him. If I tweeted, I just entered the house today, I should mention Bizo. <laughs> so I mentioned him to an extent, and I saw like, this guy has lots of mentions on his yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Let me just free him. Okay. And there's something called faith. Yes. What will actually be will be doesn't yeah. mean you should sit down and be looking and right. be waiting for what will be, but like I mean I feel like with the right hard work, God is going to take me to the right path. Right. Yeah. I'm I'm big on spiritual things. Amen. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Bizu, yeah. I feel like this guy is come packaged for you. How long have you guys been working together? I don't know, like a year. A yeah. year roughly. Yeah, roughly. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, I'm like I'm sorry, he's dropping some. Gems like you know, let me tell you something funny about this. Let me tell you something funny about Oxley. So, even when we finally came to the office, we didn't talk for long. <laughs> we just said, We didn't talk for long. I just said, What's up, hey, bad guy, nice one. He chilled, turned to chill with everyone in the office. He chilled for, in the office for a bit, yeah. and then you know, I just Give him my I advice. wasn't actually comfortable talking to this one. Why? I felt it was too big. Nah. I needed to talk. I Wait, felt... you mean it was too fat? No, no. no, 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 no. <laughs> like, I meant like status. I know like, what you I mean. I know like, what you mean. I'm just what putting your legs. this man want to discuss with me? So the, the thing was, the person that linked me up with him, I would prefer talking to that person for the person to talk to Bezo. Bezo. Then you talk to him directly. I was actually shaking. <laughs> so he was talking to the guy that, was, that yeah. worked for me. And then I left them to talk and everything. And he came back to me and uh, he told me, oh, yeah, Oxley said he has no management. And, uh, you know, he's just doing it on his own. He's not signed to anybody. I said, okay, good. And I told him, I, I just told Oxley something. I just said to him, 
whatever you do, don't sign to anybody. If you trust me, I'll take you there. Wow. Um, I don't know why I said that to him till today. I don't know why. I feel because like I feel like he, he gave me like five months. Uh, we were in contact too, yeah. but he actually gave me like five months to flex. So wait, let me get this right. So even when you first met, mm -hmm. you didn't do, I mean, you kind of did a verbal deal. You didn't no, sign no anything. Till no no now, deal. there's no there's deal. No deal. No there's no now, deal. There's no deal. Yeah, it's just. I don't have a deal, totally. It's just. I don't have nothing. Yeah. We don't have any paper signs. It's signed. just believe and trust. And you see, that was going to be my next thing. Trust. In business, do you can you truly, truly have trust? I don't, let me tell you something. The thing about it is that look, if he fails me, I guess God said he will fail me. Right. But like, I don't have any deal with him. And I just know that, I don't know why, but I just know there's something special about him. And God has aligned me to be on his path to greatness. Yeah. I feel yeah. like I feel like it's my it's my transparency, yeah, that has actually helped us a lot. I I don't like shady people. Do you mm. understand? And I wouldn't want to be shady to anybody, even someone inferior to me. Do you understand? So, me being transparent, I think there was a particular time when something was about to happen. Yeah, and even when I was in front of that first egg. I was still telling him. Is a thing I could have actually just accepted the deal, and you know, I mean, he has not done anything for me. You get yeah. me? But I was giving him info and update and everything, and it looked like guy. Yeah, telling me like it was so like it was so real. Although I was in a very intense state. Okay. I mean, when the thing didn't work, I almost got depressed. Yeah. But like, regardless, the game is the game. So you see, this is the thing. Uh, like I, I'm, I'm not even going to say Nigerian entertainment industry. Okay. Any entertainment industry is not a walk in the park. Yeah. Right. It's, it can be filled with a lot of. Number one, it's all about money for some people. Yeah. It's all about what can you do for me, and it's hard to find trust. And clearly, your story is different to Biz's story. Yeah. But it sounds like with hard work. And a lot of faith. Mm -hmm. Opportunities. I guess when the right opportunity came, because you're already doing what you were doing, I guess you guys just clicked. Am I am I right? Yeah. I feel like from the beginning, yeah. If 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 we were to be very honest, if he was doing it for it, okay, fine, he could make a superstar out of me. But at the point where he started and at the pace where he was being selfless, how much do I want to make him at that point in time? Mm. What can I do for him? Mm. Do you understand? I couldn't actually do it. He could make me a superstar yeah. and actually gain out of it. But at that point, he was being selfless. What exactly is he gaining from me? I, I feel it's pure love. And you see, you guys, one thing I've also picked up on is the level of humility you both you both possess personally. I mean, I, I know Bizu quite, quite a while. I don't know if you remember when I called you. Actually, I, you know what? I called you yesterday. I was actually in the studio. I literally came to finish up some editing. I've got some other podcasts, that, um, some other episodes that I'm going to be uploading next week. And I just called you and I said, it looks like you're in London, so let me just check. I called you and you were in London. I said, let me just try it all. And I've known Bizzle for quite a while. 
And I've never been able to do anything with Bizzle because I was never in the right place. But anytime I call Bizzle with an idea, Bizzle will say, look, if you want to do this idea, come back home and just make sure you used used to say something to me. Copyright your idea. (laughs) You would always say copyright your idea, come with the right packaging and copyright. But we're talking maybe, I've not spoken to you for maybe five years or something. Mm -hmm. Now, after five years, I called Bizu. I said, hey, Bizu, I don't know if you remember me. And he said, what kind of nonsense? I hate it too. <laughs> I hate it. When my classmates, when my classmates from secondary school and primary school say, hey, do you remember that kid? I, used to, it, I don't like it. That's so annoying. Like, do you, do you think my brain is like a computer yeah. that forgets I, or flashes? Yeah, I, but this is the thing. But the other thing about humility is, Look, Bizu, I'm not going to lie. I know Bizu's stature in the entertainment industry. I'm, I'll, be, I'll be lying if I said I don't know. However, I called Bizu. He picked up. Number one, you could have ignored my call. Mm-hmm. Number two, what's up? What's up? You know, we're okay, cool. I said, look, I have a podcast. Do you mind jumping on if you're still around? He said, look, I don't mind. Tomorrow I have a video shoot with my artist Oxlade. So if we can't do it tomorrow, we'll do it on Tuesday. Just like that. He I like he literally made no demands. I've not even offered you guys a cup of water. Big secret. I didn't know I was gonna do anything. You know what? I didn't know you were coming. <laughs> I, I like till now, like as I am actually on this podcast, I didn't know I was going to do anything. He just I, told me once to go meet a friend, just top by and you know. <laughs> Like, but this is this is how like for me I've always known that's busy for you from day one, like when we hooked up again in the UK mm-hmm. and then you were rolling with Tunde not a lot. Yeah. Bizu has always oh, yeah? been the same. Uh, I was Tunde Ednot's first manager. No? Wow. Yeah, from the UK. Yeah. From the UK. I'm talking UK. Bizu. Yes. You remember Club Virgo? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Look, and this is the thing. He's always been the same. And for me, that says a lot. That says a lot about um, Bizzle. But also, it seems like, I mean, I don't know you personally, but from what you're saying from your encounter, humility has played a very big part. And a lot of people, normally, even when you have one video out there or two videos out there, you think you are are somebody. Mm -hmm. So how easy is it to keep humble, especially... In an industry where everything is about packaging, fame, and who you know. I mean, you can package yourself and still remain humble. How? Like, how do you do it? Because it's, look, I'm sure, look, uh, let me tell you the temptations I see. I'm not in the entertainment industry. Or let me tell you what I see. You've got producers now wanting to kiss your behind because now you're an artist, you're popping. And also, you've now got a solid team behind you. Now that you've got videos, nobody knows whether you have money or not. Girls will probably throw themselves at you. Mm-hmm. Then you have family members who will probably now know you, who you didn't know you had before. So you see all these temptations are there. So there's a slim line between self-worth, knowing your self-worth, and being proud. Now people mix it for each other. Pause. Repeat that again. <laughs> Please, I want you to... There's a... Uh, come on. Ah, guy. Bizu. No, this guy is... Me- no, 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 no. Go There's on, say it. line between knowing your self-worth and being proud. You can know that I am bad. I am one of the baddest and not make people feel less of themselves. Wow. Do you understand? So, me knowing how good I am and how good I can become 
doesn't mean I should spite or make people feel bad. Do you understand? Wow. So like I am on a journey and I am progressing. Yeah. And I am nowhere near where I want to be. But because I am progressing, I shouldn't make noise. Hmm. It's more like less noise, more work. Do you understand? Let the work make the noise. Let the work do the talking yeah, for you. Do you understand? Wow. So that's 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 the logic. It's not like I'm trying to be humble. This is me and my like purest element. I grew up with my grandma. I lost my mom when I was three. So Omar Guani me, basically. Right, right, so, right, like, right. It's it's part it's part of me, it's part of what I am, basically. And Bizu is always reminding me, you are nothing. You've not gotten anywhere. Do you understand? I get I have people around me yeah. that always call me back. Do you understand? Yeah. Now a normal youth that is growing would actually see it as insulting. But anytime I get cobbed, I use the word cobbed. Yeah. Anytime I get cobbed, I always see it as this person actually wants the best for me. Mm. Because if this person actually is just a normal person, he'd be kissing my ass and saying, you're the greatest. Yeah. And that's not take you anywhere. Right. You understand? So I convert their energy into wanting the best for me rather than even disciplining me. So this is interesting because uh, I can see I kind of I can see Bizu saying that to to anybody I anybody. guess anybody right, but so in essence you you've got good people around you, yeah. but then as you said, it's one thing to have good people around you to say it to you, yeah. it's another how you receive it. Yeah. So you've not let your ego. Now sometimes it might come out rude from my people. But it still boils down to me that is receiving that energy. Yeah. To 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 turn it to positive energy and make it look like, look, Ola, these guys actually want the best for you. They might come out wrong. I mean, there was one time he, we spoke and it almost led to like an argument. I didn't say anything. Mm. And like five days later, we spoke about it and I was like, this is the way you, you put out something. Or, and you're just laughing like, oh yeah, I think I actually overdid it do yeah. you understand yeah. there's a way you can actually settle things I mean you can't be together and not have misunderstanding if you guys don't have misunderstanding that means you're fake do you wow. understand me? for a fact even in a relationship in a marriage if you don't have misunderstanding you misunderstand each other to understand each other do you understand uh, I feel like this guy's preaching to me today <laughs> I'm not gonna lie yeah. I've been upset with my wife for quite a number of days now but now I just feel like I need to humble myself yeah. Because I was being like, yeah, I'm the guy. Like, it wasn't a major thing, but I'm like, you know what? It's okay. I'm See, just going to... truth is, anything yeah. that leads to progression yes. and growth should not have ego in it. You sh- Are you sure you didn't tell him about coming here tonight? Because no. he's just dropping I'm some... Saying something. That's why I said to you that me and him working together, it was, it was ordained by God. Yeah. It's, not, it's not man's doing... It's not anybody's doing. I'll tell you something about him, like Oxide. Like these the blessing around him. He all these features that we are doing in the UK, yeah. They all want to shoot videos. Okay. Most people do features, they don't shoot video for months. They don't have yeah. access to shoot video. <laughs> hmm. We came to UK, we applied for visa. It's first time, two years. Wow. No, no, first time. Not six months. Not six months. Two years. First time. I haven't heard it. Everybody's like, wait, I haven't heard that in a while. So I'm guessing two years for the first time. 
they got to the airport. They were calling people that on they put on their form for that they put uh, that they put that oh this person that they hosting him in the UK. Yeah. They were calling them for him. They didn't call anybody. We got here. Um, labels are interested. You, are you saying UK labels? UK labels are interested in him. They want to have meeting with us. We got here. Uh, I don't even know if I should mention this, but yeah. One of a big superstar has done songs, two songs with him. Wow! That this big superstar charges at least forty thousand pounds for a feature. He's done two songs with him free. So, wow. like, it's it's just a blessing. Yeah. And uh, I mean, to be honest, me, I just like I'm just doing everything for him, man. Like, and there's no contract, no nothing. It's out of love. Yeah, because I just see I, it's God, it's not me that is doing that it. Class. Yes, no, mm. I know it's not. His ways are not our ways. Everything yes. that's happening is God that yes. ordained it. Yes, you know, and you just have to follow instructions. You have now come to the end of the first part of my conversation with Bizzle and Oxlade. Please check in next week to hear part two. Thank you. We are awesome. We are noble. We are able. You have just listened to the Noble Faculty Podcast. You have been put on this earth for a purpose. Just listen to the Noble Faculty Podcast.